Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The San Diego County Board of Supervisors voted Tuesday to join San Diego Community Power, a local community choice aggregation organization which will be tasked with choosing power sources and buying energy. That doesn't mean SDG&E is going anywhere. Power will still be delivered to homes and businesses on SDG&E's grid, and the bill you get each month will still come from SDG&E. The cities of San Diego, Chula Vista, La Mesa, Encinitas, and Imperial Beach are also a part of the CCA. Cody Hooven is here with me today. She's the COO of San Diego Community Power. The San Diego County Board of Supervisors voted three to two to go with San Diego Community Power uh, as a CCA choice. Uh, What can you tell me about that? Or actually, to begin with, can you explain what a CCA is? Uh, So community choice energy or community choice aggregation is you hear those acronyms and they're both terrible wonky acronyms. (laughs) What it really means is uh, allowing local governments to take over the procurement of electricity for their families and the businesses in their jurisdictions. So currently you have an investor owned utility um, for us, it's SDG&E, handling both the procurement of power for you. Uh, electricity, natural gas, and also the transmission and delivery of that power. Um, so you, it's a it's a regulated monopoly structure where you don't have a choice. You just take power from them and and, and you get what you get. Um, and so state law uh, was enacted in the back in 2002 that said, you know, we want to give consumers choice and competition in this, at least in the electricity procurement space. And Typically, when there's competition, you know, consumers tend to benefit from that. So that allows local governments to take over and say, we're going to take over electricity procurement for our residents and businesses and, and families um, and make decisions about the type of electricity they get, how renewable it is, how clean it is, what the cost of it is. And then that also, because we are a public agency, now you have a chance to come and talk to us and tell us what you think and what you want and what you demand. And, and if we don't provide you the service that you're looking for. You know, our board is made up of elected officials who lose their, their office if, if they're not responsive. So it creates a much more accountable um, system to electricity. How soon will this go into effect? And I, I mean, how will the average resident notice this change? Yeah, so typically there's a statistic out there that says people think about their energy bill about eight minutes a year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the problem most people won't even notice, unfortunately, um, that we're here and that we're serving them. Um, we still partner with SDG&E, so you still just get one bill and you just have a new line item on your bill and hopefully it's a little bit lower than it used to be, but even if it's not, you're getting a lot greener power from us. Um, so, you know, we're working really closely right now. We've started serving um, businesses and commercial industrial businesses so far. And we're working really closely with them to make sure that they understand because they tend to watch their bills a little bit more closely. It's a, it's a much bigger overhead cost for them. Um, they have sometimes staff that can actually think about energy. And so we're making sure they know and they understand the benefits. You know, we're competitively priced, but we're also 50% renewable, um, which, is, which is higher than SDG&E. Um, and we are um, offering a 100% renewable product, we call it, which you could just opt up with a little click of a button. um, And that saves you the time and effort of if you wanted to do that, installing solar panels or batteries or those capital costs, you could just have us do that for you and deliver it to you. 
um, and it's just a few, um, two or three percent more than your your base bill for that same service, you know. And um, so we're most people don't notice, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just they they see a new line item if they look at their bill, and um, we try to tell folks that we're cleaner and that we're bringing value to them. And I think what they will notice is um, when we start delivering community programs. So we'll look at ways to serve the community on you know, whether they want um, more energy efficiency programs or community solar options. Um, we really wanna work really closely with the community and, and invest in those types of services that they're looking for. So it's 50% renewable energy sources now. Um, I know the goal is to get to 100, but where is the power coming from now? And you know, how do we get to 100? Yeah, so we have signed a couple contracts already um, for new build renewable power. These are kind of big solar, um, systems with batteries attached to two of them, um, which is the, the new, the wave of the future, right? If, if we're not capturing all of that renewable power um, and storing it for when, when there's less, on, less available, um, then we're kind of wasting some of it. So we're trying to install as much battery storage as we can for that power and discharging that when, um, when the sun's not shining, frankly. And so that, so the power is coming from, you know, local, locally as we can get it. We have some in um, San Diego County, we have some in Imperial County and one in Riverside County, one project. Um, there's a lot of renewable being developed in the state of California. And so far we're, we're trying to stick pretty close to home. And that's what we've heard from our stakeholders and our board. Um, and, but also diversify as much as we can to just make sure we have reliable power. And, um, and we're really looking, we have it actually a, a solicitation out right now to look for more renewable power that's as local as possible and and work with the development community in the renewable space to see what else we can get. Uh, will customers see savings at any point? So right now our customers are seeing about a 1% savings, um, but we only serve the generation side of their bill. So if you look at your total bill, uh, SDG rates have gone up over time and just over the last year they've gone up pretty significantly. So while we're saying, oh, we're offering you 1% savings on a portion of your bill, but this other portion that we don't control has gone up quite a bit in total, they're not gonna see a huge reduction. Um, so we are, you know, while we are 1% cheaper, we like to just say competitive, so it's easier to, to explain. Um, we're, we're providing a higher value and a higher customer service and customer program. Um, and that's the value that we've tried to provide to people, you know, and the, and the mission that we're focused on is, really increasing renewables, doing better for our region um, and being really transparent and open about what we're doing and our decisions that we're making, which is very different from the current model uh, that most people experience. And that the beauty of all of this is if you don't like it, if you're like, hey, not for me, not into this, you know, this thing you're working on, people now have a choice, they can opt out. Um, in, in June, Western Community Energy in Riverside filed for bankruptcy, and I've seen this pointed to by a lot of critics as like, ha, see, this can't work. How do you respond to that? Um, yeah, so there's there was about 24 operating community choice programs in the state of California, so now there's 23 operating. Um, there's three investor-owned utilities, and one of the three has also gone bankrupt. So um, that's usually the first thing I say is, you know, um, it's it's not ideal, and I think they had a perfect storm of of um, mistakes made and and maybe um, risks that weren't mitigated. And we've looked really closely at that to see what they did and and um, making sure that you know we're mitigating all of our risks to the best that we can. And and you know operationally, we're being really careful and diligent and hiring 
professional staff who know what they're doing. And, and so we're, we're not at all fearful that we're even anywhere close to, to where they were, but it was a good, it was a good lesson learned to see, you know, what happened there and, and how to avoid those mistakes. And so community choice energy, uh, you know, takes care of the, the one part of the overall energy picture, which you, you explained as buying the energy. I mean, could that change or grow in the future? I mean, do you see a scenario in San Diego where, you know, the grid is being managed differently or other aspects of the, the big picture? Yeah, gosh, just, there's so much possibility for the world of energy and, and, and electricity. Um, I think the biggest challenge and hurdle to all of that, and I could talk about some of the, maybe the opportunities, but the challenge is really, are people being open to changing the structure? The regulatory structure on energy is insanely complex. Um, and frankly, uh, as I mentioned earlier, most people just don't engage in this topic because it, it's, it's complex. But until now, or at least here, there wasn't any competition. So you weren't, you know, you weren't engaged in those decisions. Um, and if, if you as a citizen want to go to San Francisco and try to weigh in in the Public Utilities Commission <laughs> meetings, I mean, good luck with that. You know, you need a lawyer pretty much to even submit a comment. Um, so I think we're trying to shine light on the whole structure and system. And um, our entire economy runs on electricity. So it's, it's a hugely important space that has been really closed off and kind of closed door for over 100 years. And so we're trying to kind of break into that and, and say there's a whole world of opportunity. Technology is advancing. People are turning on their lights from their cell phones now or using their, you know, Alexa to do so. And so people are more educated and, and want to take more control over those decisions. And um, I think that's some of the biggest opportunity. And then once we kind of crack that open, there's a world of possibilities for um, more distributed type of power where you can generate and store power very locally rather than, you know, um, leaving it up to the investor and utilities to transmit it from far away. And, you know, just shifting that a little bit more and, and providing community solar. So folks that don't have either own their homes or have enough money to build their own solar panels can still have access to renewable power locally in their community. You know, there's opportunities for schools to build solar panels and then share that power with their neighborhood when they're not in session and not using power. There's so many cool opportunities that you just have to have people willing to kind of change the rules a little bit and allow those things to happen. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.